0: Hi, welcome back to Science Today. I'm Lily Correal.
1: I'm Ethan Jones.
0: And today we're going to be discussing the popular science controversy, deepfakes.
1: So let's start off with the definition of deepfakes. So deepfakes use a method of artificial intelligence called deep learning to construct images of false events in the 21st century's response to photoshopping, hence the term deepfake. The limits of what is possible with video and image editing have long been pushed by university researchers and special effects studios. Yet deepfakes were born in 2017 when doctored X-rated videos were posted on the web by a Reddit user.
0: Basically, deepfakes have kind of evolved into today's society to be used for um, videos for, that have more of a comical effect and videos that are also meant to be used as educational, for educational purposes.
1: And some of them can even be, like, funny. And now we can talk about our favorite, pers- our personal favorite deepfakes. Mine would probably have to be the video of Jordan Peele pretending to be Barack Obama. It's personally really funny to me. And the things he says I find extremely comedic. And what about you?
0: Um, thank you for asking me, Ethan. My favorite deepfake is the one of Jim Carrey when he played in the movie The Shining. Except it actually wasn't Jim Carrey portraying the main character. It was actually Jack Nicholson, but whoever edited the deep fake made it seem very realistic, and I actually believed at one point that Jim Carrey did star in the movie The Shining. Marco Rubio actually has a quote that talks about deep fakes, and this quote describes that he goes to compare deep fakes to the public modern equivalent of nuclear weapons. And he said, in the old days, if you wanted to threaten the United States, you needed 10 aircraft carriers and nuclear weapons and long-range missiles. Today, you just need to access to our internet system, to our banking system, to our electric grid infrastructure. And increasingly, all you need is the ability to produce a very realistic fake video that could undermine our elections or throw our country into tremendous crisis internally and weaken us
1: deeply. So as you can see, deep fakes aren't anything to mess around with. They could ruin people's lives and a country.
0: Exactly. I agree,
1: Ethan. So advances in artificial intelligence could soon make it relatively easy to create convincing voice, audio, and video, referred to as deepfakes. Having a person seem to say or do something they didn't have the power to take the misinformation war to a whole new stage. For decades, it was possible to modify video footage, but in time, highly qualified artists and lots of money can really make a very convincing deepfake. So now let's talk about how deepfakes and Frankenstein relate to each other.
0: So in the novel Frankenstein, um, we see that Victor Frankenstein creates a monster that that he basically gives them life. He basically gives the object life. And however, even though this was a very great advancement, hypothetical advancement back then, this sort of creation was followed by a lot of ethical issues. In Frankenstein, Victor actually ends up hating his monster and wishing he did not create him, while the monster tries to persuade him to let him live on Earth. So this kind of makes me think that if we were to pursue deep fakes in our future, would it be a, would it be ethical to use them to um, put out new regulations to only use them for serious purposes and not to mess with elections or politicians or anyone high up in our society and only use them for comical effect? or could we use them for other advancements such as medical advancements or um, automations?
1: Now we're gonna talk about whether or not deepfakes are good and we're gonna come to a consensus whether or not they're ethical. It is dangerous to build a false story using deepfakes and can cause damage to individuals and society at large, purposefully and accidentally. The global post-truth crisis could exacerbate deepfakes because they are not only false, but are so realistic that they betray our most intrusive senses of sight and sound. Ethically dubious acts are integrating language into someone else's voice, replacing someone's face with another, producing synthetic representations and automated puppets with public personas to systematize deception and should be kept accountable for the resulting damage to people and organizations.
0: Now moving on to why deepfakes are beneficial for our society, recently, Reuters collaborated with an artificial intelligence startup called Synthesia to create the world's first synthesized presenter-led news reports using the same basic deepfake technology to create new video reports out of pre-recorded clips of a news presenter. What was most novel about this is that by using deepfake technology, you can automatically generate video reports personalized for each individual news viewer. Also, aside from TV, deepfakes also have considerable potential in the art world, Last year, researchers at Samsung's Artificial Intelligence Lab in Moscow were able to transform the famous Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa into a video project, using deep learning to show the subject of the painting moving her head, eyes, and mouth. So, Ethan, based off these conclusions and descriptions I've read to you, do you still think that deepfakes are ethical to be used in our society, yes
1: or no? I'm going have to go with no. I really don't like the idea of somebody putting their face and their words into my face and just making me say what I don't want to say. I think it's very dangerous Can be used in the wrong sense many, many times.
0: Okay, even though I agree with that, I still do think that deepfakes could be taken to a new level and used for only beneficial, only in beneficial ways. Also, a lot of the videos they make are funny as long as they're not ruining someone else's uh, public perception. But I also think that deepfakes can be used beneficially and should be used uh, with language barriers especially. Like for example, news reportings or um, public interviews, say they're only in one one language, Um, deepfakes could take that to a whole new level and allow them to be taken and put in different languages so that people from all over the world are able to understand and take in this news reporting. So I think that even though deep fakes do have a lot of negative, a lot of cons to them, I think they have a lot of pros as well. And the pros may outweigh the cons.
1: That is true. That could really help those who don't necessarily understand English, those who, are, who have just recently moved here and are really struggling. That could really help the <laughs> community and society in a whole.
0: I agree so i think that concludes our podcast so thank you for listening to science today with lily and ethan we are based in north carolina today's date is friday january 8th 2020 and i hope you have a great rest of your day and try to watch as many deep fakes as possible thank you